Have you been under busy schedules and long days that you are challenged to express your love? Did you ever fall by the wayside planning something for your significant other? Or are you looking for ways to show your love to your loved ones this love month? In this new and loving episode of That One Thing, we will discuss how full appreciation giving compliments, spending time, providing gifts, or a simple embrace can be the sweetest thing for your partner. No gimmicks, no psychoanalyzing, we will just learn to express love with your love language. Hey guys! Welcome again to That One Thing Podcast. This is Rose, your strong yet kind little girl. Nox friending. <laughs> hey there, Kim. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? Belated Happy New Year. Gong hey fa choy. Gong si fa chai. Wishing you all to get rich in every wow. aspect of your life. Enlarging your wealth. As the Chinese said, it's officially the new year or roar tiger what are we going to roar about this time <laughs> i'm curious kim how many times this do you celebrate new year in a year twice <laughs> please tell us the truth are you half chinese half filipino hi to our filchi friends no i'm not <laughs> chinese though i'm pretending and celebrating everything that I can with anything. Mm, <laughs> Alright. celebrate lang. Mm. But what's roar is, it's been two weeks since our last episode with Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't gotten over it. I am mm-hmm. having my hangover. And it was really awesome to have someone to guest on our show. And I've learned a lot. Yeah. And We've received a lot of messages from people and they're telling us it was really timely and helpful for them. So, thank you so much and keep on sharing that episode. Yeah, that's right. It has been our most listened episode so far for this year and we are just on episode 2. So, stay tuned for more, guys. Yep, and if you guys haven't listened to that, scroll a little and you will find that one tough cookie episode because in any situation or most especially in dire situations Mm -hmm. resilience is critical it may be a little late but if you've gone through difficulties in the past or going through or have been under traumatic experiences or abusive ones, we want mm-hmm. to give you a heads up or a fair warning of the story that our guest shared in that episode. It might trigger or it will be triggering. But again, we wanted to make sure that we focus on mm-hmm. the lessons that she shared. And there's so much wisdom and she really provided realistic steps that helped her improve and move forward. Yeah, and whatever you're going through, please don't hesitate to ask for help from family, friends, and your loved ones. And if you feel like nothing is working, talk to your doctor or specialist, and it's totally okay. Yep, take care of your mental health. And month after month, Mm -hmm. we are always surprised and counting the days. (laughs) (laughs) It's February and it's love month. What could possibly be sweeter than that 
Mm, crystal ball who will be lucky in love this year of the tiger <laughs> in the next few days i'm sure flowers and chocolates will all be sold out kim <laughs> ano bang type of flowers or what chocolates do you like dark milk choco does it have to have nuts or fruits <laughs> i prefer those pure milky chocolates with a hint mm. of mint flavor those which literally melt in your mouth not in your hands <laughs> you know that brand ah, of course nips <laughs> <laughs> i got it right daba no <laughs> ko, no joke lang anyhow <laughs> baka magpromote pa tayo mm. anyhow we started the year <laughs> with prayer mm-hmm. hopefully our listeners didn't just kick off the year with that but we all are continuously growing in our faith and in that aspect mm-hmm. and then we focused on increasing our mental toughness our resilience mm-hmm. and that internal muscle so both of our first two topics for the year really focus on increasing and expanding ourselves. Mm-hmm. So now, what's our topic for today? <laughs> <laughs> um, we had mentioned this topic in our conversation before, but we did not go into the details of what it is, Kim. And because it's Love Month, let's start to communicate using our love languages. Are you okay with this, Kim? Wala kang choice, syempre. <laughs> Sige na nga. Joke. <laughs> wow, that's a great idea, of course. Kasi we've been talking about this even with our office mates a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. And you know what? I remember there was a time that our colleagues, our Manila Marketing Night Shift OGs, hi there, folks. I miss you guys. <laughs> that we always get around and do some cool activities and one of which is actually taking online quizzes mm-hmm. so we can get to know more about each other and actually we've done mbti myers-briggs test or the 16 personalities test mm-hmm. um what else i can't remember the others um well and of course we took the five love language yeah and some were like meron pa yung ganitong test then followed by a mm-hmm. question What's your score? Or anong score mo, Kim Rose? Mga <laughs> <laughs> Those are the fun memories when mm-hmm. we exchange like the results. And yes. we get to analyze our own, you know, scores and whatnot. But let's focus and unpack. What are the five love languages? Mm-hmm. Where did it originate from? Because this is... Of course, we're talking about the love month. So, ito yung mm-hmm. perfect na exam for us this time. Yeah. So, the concept actually was created by Dr. Gary Chapman through his long-time work as a marriage counselor. And his book, Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his book was actually first published 1995. And even 20 years after its initial publication, it remained top. 20 books um, in different times like mm. New York bestseller etc and actually in the book he describes this five unique styles of communicating love mm-hmm. categories are distilled from his experience in marriage counseling and linguistics so 
in those 20 years or plus, mm-hmm. does it still work? I think it does. You know, the, yeah. the, the five love languages have different ways of expressing and receiving love. Mm-hmm. The first one is words of affirmation. Second is quality time. Third is receiving gifts. Fourth is acts of service and physical touch. The last one. Not mm-hmm. everyone communicates love in the same way. And likewise, people have different ways they prefer to receive love. So help me dissect this one, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> well, for words of affirmation, hearing the words, I love you, are important. And hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. And then kind, encouraging, and positive words are, you know, truly life-giving. Mm-hmm. To add to that, well, this is just based on my observation now. Men are more affected by words because they correlate these to respect and their egos. Mm. So I am more careful with my words when speaking to men because of that. I don't know with others, but this has been my strategy ever since. You know what? Mm. That's interesting for me because for ladies, I feel like we're more emotional or in tune with our emotions. So I'm more careful Mm. actually speaking to women more than Mm. men. Because men are like, they don't care. Care. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to say that. But yeah, I think Uh um, I try to be more direct with men Mm. than with women. Yeah, but anyway, that's interesting. But yeah, that's great. Words of affirmation is really one of the love language that Chapman shared. And I think words, as I've mentioned before, is really powerful. Yes. Second to that is quality time, QT. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? So in the vernacular of quality time, I love you means full undivided attention. So, if words of affirmation is just simply saying, I love you, this one, full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical. But really being there, you know, means with the TV off, fork and knife down, or cell phones Mm. off, all chores and tasks on standby. Because you want to make your significant other truly feel special and loved. So, Mm -hmm. distractions postponed dates or failure to listen can be hurtful to them. Mm-hmm. Quality time means sharing quality conversation and doing quality activities as well. Mm, yeah, 100% focus or attention. Mm-hmm. But I think if you can give that, <laughs> there's this third um, love language, which is receiving gifts. And don't mistake this love language for materialism. Mm-hmm. It is not about the money or your riches. So, <laughs> <laughs> it is mainly the thoughtfulness and effort behind the gift. And if you speak this language, the perfect gift or gestures that you are known, you are cared for, and you are priced above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. So a missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. I think gifts are visual representations for some of love and are treasured greatly. I guess it's easy way for us to share what we really have, right? Mm-hmm. And 
knowing what the other person wants is a plus factor, I think, when you're sharing gifts or giving gifts to others. Mm-hmm. Fourth one is acts of service. Action speaks louder, louder people at the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it means that can doing quick errand be any sweeter? Can vacuuming mm-hmm. the floors really be an expression of love? Yeah. And absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. Anything you do to ease the burden of the responsibilities weighing on to the other person is an acts of service um, mm-hmm. and it speaks volumes for them the words he or she most wants to hear is let me do that for you Rose yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> laziness or broken commitments and making more work for them tells the speaker of the language their feelings don't matter so you need to find ways to serve and make sure that Serving speaks volumes to the recipients of this acts. Mm. And if you're lazy to do so, why don't you just give someone a hug? <laughs> <laughs> so no, the last one is physical touch. So this language isn't all about the bedroom. So a person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs. Pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face. They can all be ways. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. And your availability is crucial while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive as well. Well, physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. Correct. So these are the five love languages by Gary Chapman. I think they're all helpful. And I think a part of us have been practicing, if not all, most mm. of this, right? So yes. how to know our love language rules? Check mm-hmm. out www.5lovelanguages.com. Yeah. There's a free test and it will only take you about less than 5 to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So have you taken the test? Yes, of course. Okay, so what's your love language? <laughs> um, I think we give and receive love in different ways. And for some, their love language differs if they are on the receiving end. Mine is just the same, I'd say. You should expect quality time as my first love language. Mm -hmm. And acts of service or physical touch is my second. So it's depending on who I am dealing with, a friend or a partner. I'm usually physically clingy if I'm with special someone Mm -hmm. glued in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tease you. Well, of course, with friends, I do know my boundaries. I just can't hug all of them and hold their hands every time I see them. So I learned to compensate for it by serving them. Now I can justify why I was awarded several times before as the most helpful student. <laughs> wow, most helpful. <laughs> Actually, you're always my effort. And I just realized this now. If your love language is primarily physical touch, you said you mm. like touching, holding hands, or hugging, and you're far apart with the people that you want to do it with or your mm. loved ones during the pandemic, it could be a challenge, no? 
Yeah, it could probably, you know, kill you emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you also did it by serving or like doing something else or maybe compensated with other love language. Yes, right. Is that why so? Okay, mm-hmm, perfect. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Kim? What's your love language story? <laughs> Hmm, few years ago, I knew my primary love language was acts of service. Mm-hmm. And I took the test again a uh, few hours ago before we record. Mm-hmm. My top two is acts of service at 33% and quality time 27%. Mm-hmm. So I like giving and receiving both of these, I think. <laughs> I like helping others. I guess that's my way of doing acts of service. And when I meet with people or I have conversation, I always try to give my undivided attention, mm-hmm. which is quality time. Yeah. In the same manner, I guess, and in the same respects that I wanted it for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, I don't neglect or discredit when people are passionately physically present and accessible or when they share gifts or tap me at the back or mm-hmm. touch me or appreciate me. Of course, who wouldn't want that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're social beings and yes. I feel the care and I get excited with those as well. You know what, Kim? I think the test result is lying. <laughs> Why? Why do I say so? I'm very sure that your love language is acts of service and I don't contest that. But your second one should be giving gifts. That's how you express your love with your family and friends, right? You always give them something to remind them that they're loved and special. But correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how you are, Kim. (laughs) Apparently, actually, gift giving is last on my list mm-hmm. in the exam. So, Gary Chapman, man, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Stand corrected by Miss Rose. <laughs> But the test showed, you know, that my love language, yes, it's acts of service. But yes, no other way to express love right now, maybe. That's why mm-hmm. I do send more gifts or food. Yeah. Or I do mm-hmm. try my best to send something out. Yeah. Well, anyway, so why do we need to learn about this? Why do we need to know what our love language is? How can this improve our relationships, Rose? Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, majority of issues are related to communication. Mm-hmm. So I guess knowing your love language plays a big role in any relationship. And it's another layer of communication, or should I say, our way to express our innermost expectations on how our emotional needs should be met. And this is vital because it helps us to set the baseline in any relationships. We are not mm-hmm. mind readers and our minds don't exactly work the same. So let's yes. admit that we can just others want and what they feel. And love language requires two important skills that people don't usually have. Those are listening skills and the ability to manage conflict. And to be honest, I don't have a mastery of these skills yet. What I do know is to listen with an intent to understand, not to debate or start a fight. Mm. And if we fail to master or even learn how to develop these, this love language won't work for us either. Wow, those are great thoughts, Rose. But 
I think it helped you a lot in terms of communication, as you said, and yeah. managing conflict. Um, those are great examples. What else? Where else did this help you? Was there any relationship that was cultivated knowing mm. this love languages about them? Or how did you apply? Yeah, good question, Kim. For some people, I think like our parents, I learned that what they really need for them to feel that they're loved is our time. And I always say that this pandemic is a blessing in disguise. And I'm thankful for the chance to spend time with them and be with them 24-7 every day. Because I'm making the most out of this pandemic with them. For friends and loved ones, learning our love language could be one of the reasons why we have a strong relationship. Quality versus quantity, right, Kim? Mm -hmm. And we have to show and put effort into what we are doing, not just for the sake of doing it. Sometimes we lose people and relationships because they can't put in the same effort that we are giving. So let's keep and value those people around us who are trying their best to save and maintain the relationships that we have. So we deserve each other. Oh, beautifully said, you know. <laughs> but you know what? Let's agree to disagree on one thing that you said. You what? said about pandemic being a blessing in disguise. Mm. Because I've heard a lot of ill-fated stories, breakups, and broken relationships during pandemic. Oh, and yeah. it's because of the indifferences and people getting stuck together mm. and they don't have enough space for each other to grow, etc., yeah. etc. There are Good so point. many reasons. Mm -hmm. So it could be a blessing or a curse, you know. Oh. But that probably is a different story. But yeah. speaking of curse or negative impacts, do you think the five love languages can go wrong? I think it can. Yes. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> um, it can because we're humans. We, you know, make mistakes. But many times, this love language gets misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. I even thought that my own love language is universal. Meaning, if my love language is quality time, then I should speak that language to other people. If this is not their language of love. So, mm -hmm. this is where I think compromising comes in if everyone will not agree to compromise or cooperate for a relationship to be successful the higher the chances that these love language will fail and let us be reminded that a healthy relationship is designed to be a give and take it's mm. an exchange process and not one-sided. So finding the balance between what we give and what we receive is usually difficult to achieve. It's not easy. But the fact that we know our love language, it's a step closer on how we can strengthen our relationships with people. Understanding and knowing what others exactly need and teaching them exactly what we need is actually another um, layer to make our relationship last. Yeah, I agree that it can be misinterpreted in many ways. Mm. And I love what you said that sometimes we are expecting it to be universal. Like, it's the <laughs> same for everybody. Yeah. But we're in fact, it is not about my love language. It's also about 
my partner or other person's love language, mm, right? Yeah. It's my family. It's my friend's love language. And the book on love language theory addresses one of the most important aspects of healthy relationship, which is understanding that my partner is not me. Oh. And one of the great lessons love teaches us is the ability to see our partner as the other and find ways to understand and make room for them mm-hmm. for them or for someone who is not like us that we're unique individuals right mm-hmm. it encourages us to do efforts to speak love in our partner's language not ours and to give not what we want but what our partner wants but mm-hmm. of course that mechanism doesn't always play well right it's not yeah. always as you said it's a give and take in any relationship mm-hmm. and to add to what you said one trouble it can do unfortunately is to be used for scorekeeping mm. or when you get competitive about it or worse if you will use it to manipulate or control someone yeah when you score keep or manipulate someone or when manipulation happens it just becomes another addition to an ongoing issue of many couples face or in any relationship actually it doesn't have to be a boyfriend girlfriend or a married couple or parent child employee Mm. lawyer you know but who does more overall for the relationship parang nagiging comparison na siya I did more than you did right yeah and mm-hmm. they'll look at those who are you know let's say cleaning cooking childcare planning vacations who provides what who does best whatever that is yeah they always look at I did more mm. You're right, Kim. I think it is not always about us. And again, everything will work out if it is properly communicated. Agree. And at the end of the day, we should take it as a way of understanding ourselves Mm -hmm. in our relationships and be more attentive to our partners or anyone who we love to ask questions about how they like to be treated Mm-hmm. to consciously express affection and support that would make their love tank feel full. Mm-hmm. And this technique is only one way to do things. This is not the only magical rule that can keep your relationship alive at its finest. There are still many factors that play because love overall is very complex. <laughs> yes. Um, but... Love language can help explain how to best make a relationship thrive. Love language are just one part of what makes a successful relationship overall. And we can begin with it. And we begin with a mindful practice of knowing our own inner landscape and how to bring a healthier, clearer, more receptive, more mature self to all our relationships. It's a basic human need to love and be loved. So love the people around you. Learn to speak their love language so there will be an overflowing love that they could give back. There is a tool to heal some of the greatest misunderstandings with love that exists today. We just need to learn how to use it. Thanks for listening to 
That One Thing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Follow our social media account at That One Thing PH. Did you enjoy this episode? Let us know and leave us a message. You can also ask a question in the link in the description. Be sure to tune in every other Friday for new episodes. Thank you.